Hello, leaders. It is good to be back with you on the Business of Living podcast. We are on episode number seven of season two, which is all about leadership. What are those things that you need to be an exceptional, an extraordinary, solid, trusted, respected leader? We're going to dive into number seven today. I love the number seven. If you've ever taken the Enneagram, you know that the seven on the Enneagram is all about adventure, spontaneity, joy, fun, having a good time enjoying experiences, and that is me all the way. If you haven't taken the Enneagram, I would highly recommend you do that. It's really helpful in understanding how you're wired, how you tick, what makes you move, what fires you up, what shuts you down. Taking that assessment can really help you understand the different personalities of the people around you, those that you work with or those that you lead, and it gives you a common language to help you understand your differences so it doesn't become personal. That if you have a sticking point or you see things differently, it's not about that person and who they are. It's just about how they're wired and and it makes it easier to work through some of those conflicts. And again, it gives you that language to use to frame those differences. It really can help you thrive alongside people who are very different than you. So highly recommend you take the Enneagram and Don't take one of those free ones online because often the results are not accurate and the reports are pretty limited and thin in what they provide. If you're interested in taking the Enneagram or you'd like your team to take it as well so you can all learn to work together more effectively, let me know. I'll leave an email address in the show notes. Reach out to me. Um, I'll often have my executives that I coach and their teams take the Enneagram so they have just a whole lot more clarity in how to navigate those relationships so they can be as productive as possible and really have a culture where there's mutual understanding. So highly recommend that. Just shoot me an email if you're interested in taking that. I have access to a test that is 200 questions long and offers a very detailed, accurate report for you or your team. All right, let's dive into today's topic. I'm going to kick this one off with a proverb, which I go to for my wisdom on leadership. That's the number one place, but I just love the wisdom of Proverbs. Proverbs 15:22. Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. Every extraordinary leader has a trusted team of advisors. Early on in my business, I had this perspective of, I can figure this out. I can read what I need to read, listen to the podcasts I need to listen to, and take the courses I need to take, and I'll be successful. Like, What else could I possibly need? I'll just copy what everybody else is doing, and it'll happen for me. Boy, that attitude got me in a lot of trouble. I made a lot of mistakes early on because... I tried to focus on doing everything by myself, locked in my office, figuring it out in my own head. As I looked around to other successful leaders who were doing really well, I noticed something. Almost all of them had people around them who they trusted who would regularly speak into their lives. As I looked up to some of these leaders early on, 
I had this unrealistic expectation that they had most of the areas of their lives pretty locked down. And they really didn't need any advice or need anyone to help them along the way. But boy, was I wrong. I actually noticed quite the opposite. The more that they grew, the more people that they intentionally brought in to complement their weaknesses, to help them grow, to expand their thinking, to remind them of who they are and the skills and the talents and the gifts that they have. So I started thinking to myself, man, I, I better get some people around me who I can trust, who I can lean on, who can offer me perspective that I can't see myself. Since then, I've been intentionally growing those relationships and surrounding myself with those people. And for some people, it's very structured and organized. They have a specific number of people who offer very specific skill sets that help complement theirs, and they meet with them on a very structured, regular basis. And then there's some that have more of a free-flowing approach where they have surrounded themselves with some friends and they have those active, ongoing relationships. And there's just a mutual understanding that brutal honesty is welcomed at any time and also that the door is open, that that you can call that person at 3 a.m. and they'll be happy to pick up the phone and, and come running or come to your aid with whatever you might be dealing with personally or professionally. There are a lot of ways to structure this and your personality will affect what works for you and how you want to do this. But either way, it's a crucial piece of your success. A couple years ago, I was on a trip to Cuba with some very close friends. And many of the people on this trip filled that role for me. They were really trusted advisors who knew my story. They, they know me inside and out. And they have permission to speak into my life and to tell me the truth. And I've actually asked them, please do that with whatever you see. If there's a time that I'm off base and I need to be redirected or I need to change my course, they would do that for me. They would be willing to speak into my life whenever necessary. And all these guys I was in Cuba with were very intentional about their growth, not just professionally. They all wanted to be better husbands, better fathers, better leaders, and really kill it in business too. On one particular day there, we were at the beach and just enjoying time in the water. We had a margarita, soaking up the sun, having a great time. And I remember at the time I was struggling with whether or not to move my family down to the south. Right now we live in Buffalo, New York. And I was thinking, man, I'd love to get down to the south. It could be better for my business. I like the sunshine. I think my wife would like it better down there. And I was just having a conversation with a couple of the guys there. It's not uncommon that we'll talk about everything that's going on in our lives and in our business. And so as I was talking about this, in my mind, I was pretty sure that I wanted to move down south. I remember Chris McCluskey, who's been a great friend and a mentor to me, just asked this question, what about your family? Aren't they all up in Buffalo where you live? I said, yeah, that they are. And it, it would be tough to leave them, but I could always come back and visit. And I remember him saying, what you have there is extremely rare. You can visit any place in the world and enjoy it. But the opportunity to do life with your family, especially since you're so close to them and you enjoy being around each other, wherever you move, you are going to be desperately trying to create that level of depth and community where you are. 
and you likely won't be able to replicate it. I was shocked when I first heard that perspective, but it really was true. And he could speak that into me because he knew me. He knew my whole situation. He understood me. He knew that I trusted him. Now, it might be a good idea for somebody else to move away from their family and start their business in a different city. But because he had that perspective and because I trust him, that was a golden nugget. And it really influenced where we settled as a family. Fast forward a couple years, I have three kids and they have 11 cousins that they spend time with regularly. My family has a gathering every month where at least one person has a birthday. So we have a birthday party every single month and it's all right here in the same area in Western New York. And it is such a blessing and a gift to my kids, to me and my wife, and to all their cousins who get to spend so much time together. Do I still have tough days here in the great white north? Absolutely. Yeah, this month especially, March, is when I start saying, man, I wish I lived in the south. But we can always leave and go visit these beautiful places, enjoy the sunshine, and then come back to our home where our roots are really settled and deep. And I'm glad that I had Chris in my life at that time to really speak into that situation. That's an example of the power of having a trusted advisor in your corner. We all need that. We can only see so much from our limited perspective. We can only understand so much of our situation. One friend put it, you can't read the label when you're inside the jar. So, so true. I want to share with you six things that you need to know as you're forming your group of personal advisors. These people have to be outside of your business. Some people say, well, I have my board or my business partner and I run decisions by them all the time. They're great. Okay, that is great and that's helpful. But they have a limited perspective and they have bias because they are in the same organization as you. So you want to make sure that they are removed from your day-to-day business operations. Number two, mutual trust is absolutely crucial. This person has to be trusted with your deepest struggles and challenges. They have to be someone who's willing to keep things confidential when they are asked. So you really want to make sure they have high character and integrity. Without trust, it's not going to work. Number three, your advisors must have your permission to be brutally honest with you. To take it a step further, they need to commit to telling you the brutal truth even when you're not asking for it or when it's hard or they might think it'll make you mad. And that's a tremendous gift to you. Number four, you have to meet or get together on a regular basis and it has to be consistent. Don't just say, hey, will you be my personal advisor? And when I run into you, you can tell me the truth. No, you really have to do life together. And if you're not doing life together, then have a scheduled meeting that you come together, whether that's once a month or two times a month or whatever works for you. Make sure there's some consistency with when you're connecting to your group of advisors. Number five, be intentional about choosing people who are strong in areas where you are weak so you will be well-rounded and complemented by their strengths. Finally, number six, be sure that your team of advisors shares your most important values. You want to make sure that they're aligned with how you want to live your life and what you hold to be 
right and true. Because if there's inconsistencies there, they might be leading you in a direction that you don't want to go in. So make sure that in general, your values are aligned. This doesn't mean you're the same people. In fact, if they're very different from you, that can be helpful. That can really expand your perspective if they're very different from you. But the values, those need to be the same. Well, we're going to wrap it up for today. But if you don't have a group of advisors, a trusted team of unbiased people in your corner, today is a good day to start building that team. Because forming and maintaining this group is crucial to your success. Don't go at this alone. Surround yourself with wise, trusted counselors, and you will go farther, faster than you ever could alone. Thank you for listening. Make it a great day. We'll see you next time.